Welcome to the PT Coffee Cast, a podcast helping coffee-infused clinicians elevate their practice by realizing the tools they already possess. going on guys welcome back to the pt coffee cast brought to you by the movement my name is dalton and alongside me today is my beautifully bearded friend william william how are we doing today good (laughs) (laughs) we got our five pound bag of coffee oh yes clutch we were get it was getting bad because well the team's growing here which is exciting right we have we have more people that frequent um, HQ. One of the hiring criteria is you must drink coffee or else you're not getting hired here. Well, then we're not doing a very good job because two of our team members that we onboarded don't drink coffee. Which was obviously a joke because <laughs> we're not going to do that. But low-key, we're a little upset that they don't like coffee. Anyway, we were, we were going through a ton of coffee and we're finally just like, all right, enough's enough. Get the five pound boy out. I I think what really just happened there is you just realizing that it's just you. (laughs) (laughs) As I drink my coffee. Yeah, I haven't even had, I've had only, well, never mind. I've had like three coffees already, but (laughs) um, I don't have one for this episode. But we're back, guys. We're we're excited to come at you with another episode. Um, If you aren't following us on Instagram, head over there, follow us at PT Coffee Cast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any of our episodes. And um, today we're going to dive into navigating conversations with um, your clients who have had experience with other practitioners in which they've been told things that you might not agree with um that could impact your care with them and the things that you're working on um is that good did i get it out right maybe i'll paint a picture paint a picture because i story time all right go ahead well maybe not really a story but anyway so this the kind of situation we're thinking of is like you're working with someone for a few months they go to someone they've seen in the past let's just say it's a chiropractor Right. Okay. Could be any. Could, could be, be any, any. Could be a massage right. therapist, osteopath, physio, whatever. Exactly. But, but let's just say in this example, okay, it's a chiropractor. We we know lots of good chiropractors, so please don't be offended. Shout out, shout out, Mark Murdoch. Exactly. But uh, they go to a chiropractor midway through kind of the plan, and they tell them something completely out of nowhere, off. You know, <laughs> like you've you've realize they have a tendon problem and they start saying they have disc herniation right. and need to stop all lifting. Right. And it really throws off despite the fact that you've been making progress. Right. That's good. Good job. That's like an example. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's something that happens like frequently, like examples like that is go, like happens. You know, we talk about it often. This, this situation we're referring to, you know, was something that we just had a conversation about. So trying to navigate these conversations are are tough sometimes, right? Because now you have your client coming back to you with some new information from another professional that is 
opposite of what you kind of have been saying and now you got to dive in with them and i think what we want to talk about today is maybe how you can navigate that um so if that like how would you go about that if that was your client like where would you start with something like that i start with just asking them about what happened you know you want to get like the full picture which is a good point because one thing is you're getting the account of the client um, and what they th- they heard from the clinician, which sometimes can be misunderstood by the client from the clinician. So I think diving into a little bit more of that, like what went down, what was said, what you guys go through, to really get some clarity on that. And then I think the next thing is probably how did they feel about it? Yes. Because it's one, if they go, they get this information, but they're like, I don't, it doesn't seem, it's like, no worries, let's just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Right? But if they're like, yeah, you know, it made me a little worried, like I'm wondering if I'm doing the right things, it's a completely different conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Which does happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely happens. And I think, uh, you know, at that point, what we don't want to do, we were talking about this a little bit before, is just kind of be like, yeah, well, you know, different different strokes, different folks, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you haven't really actually confronted anything, and I think that we shy away from the uncomfortableness because you do disagree with this other person. Mm-hmm. and But what we have to remember is, like, that's affecting this person's ability to get better. Right, the 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 misinformation you're referring to, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if you just kind of brush it off and get going, one is the person actually on board with what you're doing, and two, like, uh, you haven't addressed, you know, the issue, and so they're gonna keep getting that information. Right. Right. In in. You know, do you go about that in a specific way or are you just like, that guy's wrong? Don't listen to them. Uh, this is right. That's what I do. Yeah, no, that's, what just... I, that's what I thought you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking around. But uh, no, I, I think you can't do that. Definitely not. not. Even though you might feel that way at times, I think the reality is that just doesn't work. It's not helpful. Yeah. It, it, it's it's not helpful at all for for. For anyone. Yeah. So we know we don't want to do that. Right. <laughs> we know we don't want to do nothing. So. Yeah, I think, and we talked about this before the podcast, is I do think it's our obligation in that situation to address that, though, and that we can't let that go if we do not agree with it and if we do think that it's wrong. Um, we just have to approach it in a way that is productive. And I think how I would always try and, approach something like that is try to use the information and the progress and the the trust that you have with that client already to reaffirm what you're doing is guiding them in the right direction and where maybe that thought by the other person could be a little bit off. Um, and you could use some of your objective testing. You could use some of the exercises that they've been doing. You can use some of the progress and their symptoms that they've made to reinforce those things to them um, instead of just directly telling them that, that that's wrong. 
Yeah, I think you always want people to arrive at their own conclusion. Yeah, and you can just go into that motivational interviewing or questioning type thing where you lead them down that path of like exploring those things in their own mind, like with the questions that you ask them and by the exercise, like you could even reinforce some of the things they've done or even retest some things with them in the moment to kind of show them like, hey, if it was actually X, we would expect this response, but you're actually getting this response, which makes it more likely that it's what the tendon versus the bulging disc in the example that you're using. How, like, because I find you're pretty good at like uh, asking the questions. Like how would you, what kind of question would you ask if you're trying to like help them sort of arrive at the conclusion that the other person's interpretation might be off. Yeah. I mean, it's very individual to the, the specific thing. Right. And it's tough in this situation. Cause like we, we know the situation of like this bulge versus tendon. I would just dive into like, okay, how we know how nerves respond versus how tendons respond. And we've seen that, like if we're seeing some improvements on, of their, their circumstance by using tendon-based principles um, and how they adapt, then I would start asking questions around those things, right? Like one example could be like, well, you're, have you been experiencing any like numbness or tingling um, or referral pain into like your fingers or your hands? Mm. They no, they haven't. And they haven't had any of those things since the start of your time together then you could ask and there's like well no no that's been fine well if there was some nerve related injury that was happening we would expect more of those symptoms to be present and you could even reassess and be like hey we'll go through this nerve tension test that's targeting that area and then they're not getting any symptoms or any response from that they don't have any nerve tension and then maybe we test them with something that's going to actually load the tendon and that brings on some of their discomfort um, you can be like, well, this is why, right? And kind of use that information to prove to them or lead them down that path. Does that make Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think like using the like understanding of the case and like kind of getting them to understand it is is definitely a huge thing. Um, I think sometimes, like oftentimes, when it's like this type of situation, there's a significant difference in time and investment of the practitioner like meaning we've spent way more time than the other person yeah and so like sometimes like asking about the assessment like oh like how much you know what did you do how much time do they spend with you Uh, yeah and that's something i'll do like i'll ask them like well what did they go through with you you know and they'll 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 be like well they just like move my neck around and then they told me this. Right. And then you can use that and be like, well, okay, I can see, you know, maybe where they're, they're coming from, but think about all the things that we've done over the last, you know, three sessions, which is like three hours of time together versus like a 15 minute assessment where they only had you kind of like move your neck around and not do a whole lot of like differentially diagnosing and different assessments even just bringing that up, you don't even have to say anything else. People will be will put two and two together and be like, oh, well, yeah, that does kind of like make sense, right? 
Oh yeah. And I mean, each person's individual, right? It depends on your relationship with them. I think sometimes like, you know, you gotta be careful, but like if, if you're pretty close with the person, you can sometimes have fun with it mm-hmm. and be like, Oh yeah. Like how much time have I spent on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's to- just like to- a little like, totally, you, you know, and yeah. sometimes people will be like, Oh yeah. Like a lot more. You're yeah. right. You know? Yeah. You can't do that with every person, but like if someone's more serious about things and, and whatnot, you're obviously not going to do that. But I think that can be a way to like point out the absurdity of it, mm-hmm. you know, without like directly insulting the, the person. Mm-hmm. Right. But well, yeah, and it's nothing to do with the, the individual or the person. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's just what's right versus yeah. what's, what's wrong in that situation. And that's okay. Like that's the way it is, but we can't, we can't not say that, that's wrong when we're trying to help guide this person in the right direction. When we know that what we're doing is most likely the right path that this person is on. Cause that's our duty to that client who is coming to seek our care. Bingo. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough one, man. It definitely is. And it doesn't, there's sometimes like it, there's sometimes where you lose, you lose a client. If you don't like, and it's nothing that you've done, it's like if maybe that client's already just having trouble trusting because this has happened to them multiple times and it's happened again. And it's, it's frustrating from the clinician, from, from like our standpoint sometimes, because we can imagine how confusing it must be for the client. And now we're, we might lose this client who has made such great progress and is headed in the right direction and who could have been like, seriously impacted by their injury is now going to be in a tough spot. It's very unfortunate. Um, so I think it's, it's our duty to make sure that we try to limit the amount of time something like this pops up and it is about navigating it the right way, um, with your clients. And I think even bigger duty on us as clinicians is to try to come together with all different realms of the healthcare profession and have some common ground and not be afraid to have some disagreement and respectfully challenge um, things that are happening or else this stuff's never going to change and how many people are going to be like impacted by it. But it has to be done the right way. And the unfortunate part about our society today and just like Instagram, social media is like you only see the polarizing aspects of it and everyone is just, bickering when in reality the majority of the time it's not that it's not that crazy like if i have a conversation with someone or someone has a conversation with me it's like we can probably find a common ground and be like yeah maybe i messed up there or yeah maybe you're right like maybe we need to improve this and move forward from this way of thinking so beauty all right i'll get off my soapbox now that's good <laughs> no nah, man it gets to me sometimes man yeah you know yeah i mean it's like there's reason why we're talking about this because it's frustrating yeah you know it grinds my gears <laughs> all right we'll wrap it up there um guys thanks so much for tuning in um if you aren't following us on instagram head over there follow us at pt coffee cast if you aren't subscribed to the podcast subscribe on all podcast platforms um if you guys want some downloadable content from us we have our um find your why ebook which helps you find your clients why as well as some sales tips um on how you can communicate um you know with your clients and have them be bought in on what you're doing 
But yeah, that's all we got for today, guys. As always, thanks for tuning in. Stay coffee infused. Peace.